This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. Good morning. You're listening to the Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller, principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC. Today's question. If the market is so great for sellers today, shouldn't I just sell the house myself? We're going to explore this topic on today's episode and in the second half of our show, interview a very special young lady who, along with Girl Scouts of America Troop Number 440, is selling Girl Scouts cookies, Girl Scout cookies, at this very moment at my office. At 7700 Timberlake Road, Audrey Miller will be joining us shortly. Joining me again in studio today is our marketing director, Lindsay Morell. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. It is a great Saturday to be out and about. Want to give a special thanks to our sponsor this month, All Washed Up, offering cleaning services for home exterior needs, including roofs, siding, decks, driveways, gutter cleaning, and more. They're also your local window washing company. Check them out at allwashed.com. That's spelled A-L-L-W-A-S-H-E-D, allwashed.com. And see their before and after photos, allwashed.com. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. New to the market this week and listed by Nikki Perkinson at Carl Miller Realty, this amazing home located at 3917 Fort Avenue has been updated with a renovated kitchen featuring new tile floors, stainless steel appliances, butcher box countertops, and subway tile backsplash. This house is nice and bright. There's a brand new HVAC system just installed in 2020. Original slate roof. There's efficient gas radiator heating. New upstairs is plumbing and a spacious walk-in closet and a brand new master bathroom. The large front porch and back deck offer the perfect spot to hang out when warmer weather rolls around soon. And it's complete with a paved driveway and storage shed. It's listed at just $259.9. This could be your brand new home before spring. Contact us at carlmillerrealty.com to learn more. Well, the last several weeks, I've been updating on the current housing statistics, and I keep close tabs on this. But I also don't want to be boring. And, Lindsay, sometimes I feel like I get too statistic-heavy and uh, <laughs> and can lose people if you're just driving down the road. Like, who wants to hear all these numbers? But, uh, but the reality is, just so everyone knows, Lynchburg home prices are higher than ever. Housing inventory is lower than ever. And, in fact, as of Friday, there are only 238 single-family homes in Lynchburg and the three touching counties. And if you add in Appomattox County, it gives you another 20 houses. So, I mean, overall, less than 260 houses for sale, single-family homes right now in this whole area. And uh, so that's what's going on. It's a little bit of a, of a shortage. We talked last week about, I used the word crisis last week. I normally don't do that, but I did last week. How we're in a housing shortage crisis. Yeah. But 2020, last year, across the board, there was over 4,000 houses in our local MLS that sold. And this includes townhouses and the condos. That's all counties and all price points. But the point is, sales are at an all-time high. Prices are at an all-time high. And simultaneous with that, interest rates are at an all-time low. In fact, they went even lower this week, hit a new record. And available homes for sale mm-hmm. are at an all-time low. So yeah. we got two extremes, high prices, high sales, low interest, low interest yeah. and low inventory. So today's seller has just a really unique opportunity. And the opportunity is to sell fast and to sell high. So are you excited yet? <laughs> so... <laughs> 
You know, I remember really, really well the painful years of, of 2009 and 2010 and 2011. And 2011 is Lynchburg's worst year of pricing and sales that we've ever seen. I mean, hmm. it's just so few homes. I think only 1,650 homes sold that entire year oh, compared wow. to 4,000 last year. That's, you know, that's wild. It was it was tough. 2012 through 14 were also tough. And, you know, at any given time, there was over 2,000 homes for sale. And the ones that sold were the ones that were the cleanest and had the most upgrades and and were the lowest price. You know, you were just it was just a race to the bottom with pricing. And and agents, real estate agents, were actually trying to talk sellers out of listing their houses. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well, homes were sitting like, and I, you know, gotcha. I, I at one time I had as many as forty five properties for sale at one time. Now that included some wow. lots, but I had 45 signs out on properties. Wow. And you know, every week you would call sellers with no news, like we didn't have any showings this week, we don't have any offers this week, and you know, quite frankly, it was a lot of work to manage that many listings. Yeah. And I remember being coached uh, to look at it from the perspective of guys, Nordstrom's is having a sale, you know. <laughs> you know, there's a sale going on mm-hmm. in real estate. Why are you so down right now? Real estate is on sale. Get in and buy some, right? And uh today Inversely, some agents are actually turning away buyers. They're actually trying to talk buyers out of buying right now because, let's face it, it's a lot of work to buy a home today. Mm-hmm. Uh, my philosophy, however, is that money is on sale. So, you know, maybe maybe houses aren't on sale, but the price of money is, and the low payments and and low payment options are just very very real right now. And for sellers, you know, housing can be capitalized at the point of sale to put more cash in your pocket than this area has ever seen. So. Mm-hmm. I look at what the opportunities are, you know, and I, like I said, I talked about crisis last week, but you know, you know, there's also anytime there's that type of thing going on, there's a there's a backside of that, and there's opportunity. So that was a lengthy prelude, but very interesting though. It, you know, it's fascinating, and uh, the numbers always tell a story. Mm-hmm. And and you know, if you talk to any real estate professional, real estate broker, or even any buyer or anybody who's sold a house. There's lots of fun stories kind of flying around right now, mm-hmm. and and uh, of course that's my world, and I love it, but. Hopefully it's our fun. listeners can love it too. Because yes. everybody, I know this, everybody wants to know what the value of their home is. I mean, so mm-hmm. much of the economy rides on what housing does. If you think about the typical real estate transaction and how many businesses are affected, you know, when a house mm-hmm. sells, it, it really does affect the U.S. economy. The housing market segment is sector is so tied into what the economy is doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one, I mean, honestly, COVID is... This has been a big disruptor, but one there's two segments that are doing really, really well in the U.S. economy, and one of them is housing, and the other one is just the whole finance industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, banks and mortgage companies are doing very, very well, and uh, the real estate you know, brokerage business is doing well, too. But kind of taking all that into consideration, if, 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 if that's the case, if the market's so good right now, and if as a seller, if as a landowner or a property owner, I have a home I want to sell, and if it's such a good market, why shouldn't I just get a sign in front of my yard and sell it by owner? That's what we want to talk about today. Seems stressful. I'm stressed. I'm stressed <laughs> You're already. stressed just here. Yeah. Well, you sort of have a little different perspective because you, you sit in our office and you're there in the same room with two other of our staff that are admin assistants, and you hear... Mm-hmm. The conversations happening. Yes, sometimes it just gets complicated. It gets, know? it does. Well, let's explore. Let's explore that question. Why, why shouldn't you just sell it yourself? And hey, listen, I want to first of all say it's a fair question. Mm-hmm. And my first question in working with sellers is always, what's at stake for you? What's at stake for you? Do Do you want to get the highest price the market will bear? 
And if so, exposing your home to the market, to the open market, will unequivocally get you the best price. Real estate is such a level playing field when it comes to investment, when it comes to market value. And I've said it many times on the show already. I'm going to say it again. The market sets the price, but there's not really any inside trading that kind of happens in the real estate market. Unlike, you know, with stocks, sometimes you get the hot tip and you kind of, you know. So, for example, like um, my son, who's 15, bought a stock and he got really lucky. It was, it was called Plug. Plug is a... They, may, they manufacture components and battery components. And anyway, long story short, plug went up like crazy. Like his, he put like $50 in. It wasn't even that much. And his, he's, got this, he's got like $700 of plug stock now. It raised That's that awesome. much. So, okay, he got lucky. Yeah. But, you know, somebody told him you should buy a plug. All right, so, but with that, but real estate, a house hits the market. It's out there for every world to see. And mm-hmm. it's really easy. It's a level playing field. You don't really beat the market in real estate for mm-hmm. a home that's exposed to the market. But the way to get market price is to maximize full exposure to the market and let the whole world see that market mm-hmm. price. And the market will set that price. Mm-hmm. And let me also start by saying there are times when it makes total sense to sell a property by owner, a family member is buying your house, for example, or, mm-hmm. or a transfer of an estate property to, to the next of kin, or, or perhaps a neighbor's adding some land or even a home and land to their existing track. We see that in farmland a lot. A neighboring farmer will buy acreage that's adjoining. And, you know, there's no need to go through a broker with that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe friends are swapping properties and, and the relationship is established and it's an easy sale. The transaction is almost secondary to the relationship that's there. Mm-hmm. So about half of for sale by owner properties that occur in the U.S. Have, have already have that established, and there's no need for a realtor or broker involvement at all. However, there are five reasons to reconsider selling for sale by owner, and in just in no particular order, we'll explore five of these today. First of all is safety. You know, as a trusted advisor and a broker representing our sellers, we, we offer value, and one value is protecting our sellers. Just by allowing only qualified buyers coming to your home, and these buyers are represented and escorted mm-hmm. by real estate professionals. When you put a sign in your yard by owner, you don't know who's going to knock or who's going to call or who's going to come into your home and scope it out and what their true intent is. Um, by leveraging a realtor as your agent, your agent acts in some ways as a protector since almost because it's going to be appointment only, first of mm-hmm. all. They have to schedule that appointment through your agent. And most times they have their own agent. And so mm-hmm. not only is it your agent, but that agent also is sort of being an insulator and just a protector of your property. Mm-hmm. All agents, almost all agents require a pre-qualification letter pri- prior to meeting a buyer at your house. So a buyer is going to be required to be escorted, accompanied by a professional when stepping into your property. So just mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a safety feature. Yeah. I would say that's, that's one value. Another value, and this is probably a bigger one, and that is loan approval. Only loan-approved buyers are going to be coming into your house. For sale by owner signs tend to attract several types of buyers, and where that, while there really are legit buyers looking out on their own, my experience has been this is the minority. True buyers are leveraging every opportunity they can to land a home, and they likely already have a real estate agent. Unqualified buyers and unrepresented buyers tend to flock to the for sale by owner signs. Buyers who are not in the know or qualified, they tend to ask all kinds of goofy questions like, for example, do you have a rent-to-own option or can you give me seller financing or I want this house, can you hold it for me? <laughs> yeah. So even, even if you as an owner own your own home outright with no mortgage, chances are you don't want to deal with rent-to-own or owner financing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that does work for investment properties or commercial deals. This, this can be a disaster for residential sales. 
And regarding holding a property, well, let me ask you this. How many times on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, buyer calls you and wants you to hold an item for them, how many times has that been a pleasant experience? <laughs> do you really want to do that with your most valuable possession? And so an agent will guide you through that process. If somebody wants to hold a property, great. Put it all in writing and mm-hmm. let's get a signed contract and we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But um, number three is as a for sale by owner, you don't have that trusted advisor as a guide. Having someone in your corner is just invaluable. What, what happens when a difficult conversation with your buyer needs to, needs to take place? For example, home inspector threw you a curveball. How, how are you going to resolve that? When you order a termite inspection, when do you do that? Where do you order, where do you send a purchase agreement for processing to close out the deal? What if the paperwork leaves the buyer with just a really easy out? What about collecting your earnest money deposit? And who's going to hold that? How will you handle the news that your house did not appraise properly? What happens if your home has high radon levels? Or where do I find the required residential property disclosure for the sale? It's a form that you know Virginia law requires. And just the dozens of other questions. Those are just a few I thought of. Yeah. I See, that's think of a lot more. getting like sweaty palms thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. <laughs> yeah. So there's just a myriad of things and circumstances and questions. And I just call them bumps in the road. Every transaction has, bump, has bumps in the road or little challenges to overcome. And, and a good trusted advisor, a good broker, a good realtor who has experience, they do this every day. And they'll be able to guide you right through those challenges and get your home to close. So that leads into a fourth reason to reconsider for sale by owner, and that is your realtor has problem-solving skills and relationships with problem solvers. Mm So your roof home inspector says you need a vent collar boot that's rotted out and needs to be replaced. You got a deck post that is unstructurally unstable or you need a survey done. No problem. You know, a great realtor has relationships with those contractors and they can make a phone call. And typically they have priority Mm -hmm. because of established relationships. And, I, you know, I, I'm just so blessed. We had a situation last week where I picked up the phone and, you know, within within a day we had a, had an electrician out at a property, you know, because he put us at priority. So you can miss out, number five, on truly getting top dollar from your home. Usually, you and the reason I say this, usually the motivation for trying to sell by owner is to save commission fees. But are you really saving the fee? Buyers who see for sale by owner signs typically have that same motivation. And typically they'll offer a lower price trying to capitalize on your seller, the seller's savings. Mm-hmm. The seller's saving that money, so why shouldn't the buyer try to save the same money in the price? Furthermore, by limiting a property's exposure, and I think this is the big one, sellers eliminate the majority of qualified buyers, even cash buyers, from seeing your house. The strength that I personally bring is relationships with both buyers and with the top agents in a market. And did you know that although there are over 1,100 agents in Lynchburg right now, only about 80 agents sold half of all the houses last year in our market? Wow. So here, here's the value that I can bring and, and other top agents are. I, I, we know who, each, who we are. We do deals together all the time. And if you put the power of top agents in a local market to work in procuring a buyer for your home by offering them compensation, you're going to find that your house will sell for a premium price And many times, in addition to the benefits described above, which is safety, having a screen door, basically, having a trust advisor, having a negotiator, being able to leverage problem-solving skills, you know, you have the opportunity to capitalize on the top dollar possible at this time in the market. Mm -hmm. We we had a situation just this week where we listed a house, and we we priced it to the market, I felt, but it was priced just under 140. 
and we had six offers that come in, came in mm-hmm. in 48 hours. Six offers came in on that house, and we ended up selling that house $9,000 above the list price. And uh, that those kinds of things are happening all over Lynchburg mm-hmm. right now. So get it out in the open market, expose it, and you'll find you'll be able to get top dollar. Finally, the latest statistics from the National Association of Realtors show that FISBO homes for sale by owner homes typically sell for 8 to 12% below what broker-represented homes sell for. And many times, a buyer's agent and fee involved in the transactions will actually nets you higher than trying to go in on your own. So before going for sale by owner, get the advice of a great agent or two that you have a relationship with. You can then just make a truly informed decision. If you want us to be part one of those voices, we'd love to aid and we're here to help. I'm, we try to add value to the community here. We're, I am a full service, full fee, and full results-driven brokerage. But you have to ask the question as a seller, honestly, what is at stake for you? Do you really want to go into the choppy waters of selling your most valuable asset by yourself and possibly leaving some stones unturned and leaving money mm-hmm. on the table? I, I really hope this sheds a little bit of light on the value of a great broker or realtor representing sellers. You know, as always, I'm here to help and answer any specific questions you might have. You can reach us at the office anytime. And I, again, just wanted to spend a little time on that because that question's come up several times recently with some other friends and clients, and we want to make sure that we're adding value Mm -hmm. and uh, showcasing why it's worth getting a realtor, a professional involved. So when we come back, Audrey Miller is going to join us and talk about her involvement with the Girl Scouts of America and tell us about an opportunity Troop 440 is offering you right now in Lynchburg. And by right now, I mean literally right now. We're back with the Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, Carl Miller. Principal broker of Carl Miller Realty LLC, joined in studio with Lindsay Merrill and the Carl Miller Realty Marketing Director, and a very special guest, Miss Audrey Miller. Audrey is 13 years old. She is a scout with Girl Scouts of America and a member of Troop Number 440, located right here in Lynchburg. And Audrey, you have a special event your troop is hosting right now at the office of Carl Miller Realty. And we're located at 7700 Timberlake Road. Tell us, what are you doing today, Audrey? Um, today, my troop is selling at your office. We're selling Girl Scout cookies, and it's a drive through so it's COVID-friendly. And we're selling Girl Scout cookies to raise money for our troop. So you say it's COVID-friendly. How, how does that work? Your office has a circle drive, and we have tables set up with cookies under your office pergola. And you drive up, pick and pay for your cookies, and leave with them. You can stay in your car the whole time, and we hand them through your window. That is really cool. Yeah, so fun. You get cookies, like, on the go. It's going to be. It's awesome. So you're there today. Did you say until how long? You're right. You're there right now. Your troop is there right now. And how long will you be there for? Uh, we set up at 1130, and we'll be there until 330. Okay, 330 today. That's great. And I guess as supplies last, right? That's just <laughs> awesome. How many types of cookies are you selling? Um, we're selling all the cookies, but... Um, our best selling are Thin Mints, Tagalongs, and Samoas. Mm-hmm. So, and you even have a gluten-free cookie, right? What's that one called? Um, it's called Toffee-tastic. So what happens if people like the idea of cookies, but they're like, 
I'm doing right now, which is not eating some certain foods, what can they do if they want to support your troop? You can always just donate money um, to the troop. Right. That's pretty neat. What, what are you raising money for this year, Audrey? Well, usually we have um, we put some money for the girls so we can do a fun activity and earn badges. Mm-hmm. Um, the Skyline Council's being very conservative to make sure everyone needs everybody's safe this year mm-hmm. and we also usually donate some of our money to an organization okay great what are some of the organizations that your troop has donated money to in the past uh we've donated to the humane society before mm-hmm. that's pretty neat and and for listeners audrey has the same last name as me and that's because she's my daughter and i'm <laughs> super proud of her Audrey, how do you decide which organizations that you your troop donates to? You mentioned the Humane Society in the past. How do you make that decision? Well, after the cookie season is done, once we're done selling, mm-hmm. we pick some options that we would like to donate to, and our troop votes on one of them. That's pretty cool. So Audrey Miller is with us right now. And right now at 7700 Timberlake Road, we're at the corner of Oakmont Drive and Timberlake Road across from Harbor Freight Tools there. Audrey's troop is set up. And selling cookies today, and you've already mentioned how you're going to be there until 3.30. And you don't have just a few cookies. You have a bunch of cookies, right? Yeah, we have a lot of cookies that we're going to sell today. So what what are you going to do if you sell out of cookies before 3.30? Uh, well, we're only selling the cookies that we have there okay. at your office. So you're not taking orders. This is, no. you got to get oh. there first, first come, come yeah. first serve. Yeah. So if you're driving down the road and you're on Timberlake Road, pull into the Carmilla Realty office right now and pick up some cookies. So we're speaking with Audrey. Audrey, how long have you been in the Girl Scouts? Well, I started when I was a Brownie, so it's been about six years. I'm a cadet right now. Very good. What would you say is one way that the Girl Scouts have impacted your life in a positive way? Um, It gives me more opportunities to help the community. Uh, For example, when our troop did our bronze award, we added a clothing at donation area in the Food for Thought warehouse. That's pretty neat. So you added a donation center at Food for Thought. Your troop did that. Yeah. That's pretty good. How many girls are in your troop right now, Audrey? Um, Give or take. I know COVID's kind of been a little challenging for the last year, but... There's about a little less than 20, I think. Okay. That's a pretty good-sized troop. So Mm -hmm. again, Troop 440. Well, I imagine you like to have fun and make friends with other Girl Scouts too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Most of them went to my school or dance class, and I like spending more time with them and earning badges. That's pretty neat. So you tell us about a project you've been working on. You've been working really hard at earning a silver award. Silver, easy for me to say, right? <laughs> so tell us what a silver award is and what project you are doing. Uh, silver award is basically an award you can earn as a cadet. And to qualify for a silver award, you have to pick something in the community that you can make better. Um, it has to be sustainable, and you must have at least 50 hours of time working on the project. That's oh. a pretty big goal, Audrey. What, what project did you choose to earn a silver, silver award? Man, I'm tongue-tied today, Audrey. You're going to make fun of me about this later, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so what project did you choose? Well, I am repainting a building at Camp Sacagawea. It's in Boonesboro. Mm -hmm. And the building is named Sunspot. And it was built as a place to earn badges, but it's kind of faded away and not many people use it because they kind of forget it's there. Mm -hmm. So we are going to paint it yellow and um, 
put some more stuff into these bins that you have to make badges. Okay. So you're basically making bins with badges in them so Girl Scouts can earn more badges in the future in this building that's kind of been abandoned a little bit. Yep. Or forgot about. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And you, you, I know a little bit about this. You've been painting out there a lot of weekends in November and December, and even in January, you were out there on a warm day. Yeah. How much more work is left on that building, would you say? Uh, well, we did the first coat pretty much, but mm-hmm. we need to do a second coat and kind of fix our mistakes. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're also painting a mural on the back. Oh, you're painting a mural. Oh, that's, that's really cool. neat. Do you, do you know what mural you're going to paint? Uh, we're not sure yet, but it's about a problem that happens, and we want the mural to raise awareness. Uh, we're thinking about painting a quote, possibly about anti-bullying. That's That's pretty neat. Yeah. So we're speaking with Audrey Miller. She's with Girl Scout Local Troop Number 440, and they are selling cookies today at the Carl Miller Realty Office in a COVID-friendly drive-through cookie booth until 3.30 today. Audrey, every year you sell cookies, and how are you personally selling cookies this year with your within your troop and just making sure everyone stays safe during this time? Uh, well, this year it's recommended that Girl Scouts use the cookie app where people can order cookies online and get direct shipping if they mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. And the Skyline Council is also exploring other ways we can use. But the big event today is the COVID Safe drive through cookie booth at your office. That is awesome. Yeah, that is just really cool. I might have to stop mm-hmm. by there after the show and buy some more cookies. <laughs> they make great gifts for clients, Audrey, just so you know. And they're really great in the freezer. They're good. Yeah, that's they're right. Good all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You can save them in the freezer. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. Or eat them frozen. That's right. Yeah, because and so just you know, so listeners know. Usually this time of year, you see the Girl Scouts set up at Walmart or Kroger, and that's not happening for your troop this year because. Again, COVID-friendly, right? You're making it. So this gives a real unique opportunity for a drive-through event. I'm so happy you're doing that for us and for the listeners today. So if you're near Timberlake Road right now, stop by right now, anytime now, between now and 3.30, and purchase your favorite Girl Scout cookies. And Audrey, is there anything else you want to tell the listeners today? Um, Well, thank you for supporting the Girl Scouts of America and our local troop, 440. Uh, We hope to see you soon at the cookie booth. That's great. Audrey, one of the things I like to do with guests sometimes is just ask a question so they get to know you a little bit better. I know you're still in middle school and all of that, but you like to read a lot of books, right? Yes. Yes, I do. So what's one of the most favorite books you've read recently? Um, One of my favorite book series that I've read is The Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Oh, oh yeah. It's that's pretty a, intense, isn't it? Yes. It's a good one. <laughs> but you survived and you're not having bad dreams or anything? No. Very good. Very <laughs> That's good. good. <laughs> Very good. Well, Audrey, thank you so much for coming in today. We just appreciate you taking time, and we're excited to be able to offer our office space for your troop, and I hope you sell a ton of cookies today. I hope so, too. <laughs> thank you, Audrey. Yep. Now it's time for the favorite part of the show, right? The Bizarre Real Estate Fact. Go for yes. it. And now, the Bizarre Real Estate Fact of the Week. There's a building in Dubai that is so tall that you can watch the sunset from the base of the building, then take an elevator to the top and watch the sunset all over again. I think that's crazy. It's huge. Yeah. Tallest building in the world. Tallest building. I've heard that. I have a friend who actually did that. Yeah. I think that's going to be on my bucket list. Yeah. A double sunset. He he, cool. he is. So this guy is actually a real estate broker down in Alabama, and he's he's pretty big. Like He does mm-hmm. a lot of sales, and he likes to take his staff 
So I'm giving you an idea. Okay. He yeah. takes his staff Taking to Dubai <laughs> for their team meetings. And okay. so they did that like uh, in 2019 before the pandemic. They they flew to Dubai. You heard they, it here first. Carl just said he's going to take us all to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> no commitments, but uh, it sounds pretty epic. I guess yeah, if is. I guess if we get enough referrals and enough sales, that yeah. might be that might be <laughs> not out of the question. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on air, send your questions to radio at carlmillerteam.com or to any of our social media platforms. And thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show, your local, caring, competent, and trusted advisors for all things real estate. Special thanks to our sponsor this month, All Washed Up. For your home washing needs, check out allwashed.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next Saturday for another morning of The Carl Miller Show.